Are you activating your angels to bring forth miracles? Because you do so by speaking the word. We do so by speaking the word of God. Turn to Psalms 103, verse 20. We'll put it up on the, on the board there as well. Psalm 103, verse 20 says, Bless the Lord, you his angels, who excel in strength, who do his word, heeding the voice of his word. The angels of God are going forth to do the word of God when you speak the word of God out of your mouth. This is a powerful truth. When you get this truth in your spirit, man, what happens is you recognize when there is a lack in your life, there's probably a lack of you speaking out the word because the angels are on standby. They're on standby waiting to hear the word of God coming forth out of your mouth. Say, I'm going to do something different. And that is, I'm going to start speaking the word of God. I'm going to put my angels to work. Angels are going on assignment to fulfill the word of God for me. Amen. And Psalm 119, verse 30, it says, At the entrance of thy word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. So when you speak forth the word of God, we know that it gives light. Say, it gives light. It gives understanding. It helps you to understand the very thing that God intended for it to bring to pass. See, God is not moved by our need so much, but he is moved by what you do with his report. That's why I always tell you whose report are you going to believe? That's why I'm always saying we don't go by our feelings. We don't let them dictate. We go by what the word says. This is the report. Say the word is the report. So I may not be feeling great a certain day, but I don't let that dictate how I live. When I come to service, I'm going to be all in. Say I'm all in. When I wake up, I'm all in. When I get going to my job, I'm all in. When I go to that family event, I'm all in. Because you carry the breaker anointing. You've got to remember who you are. You carry the breaker anointing. So you're in because you're going to release the word of God. And angels are busy doing the word of God on your behalf. On your behalf. The healing virtue of the Lord is for you. Amen. Hallelujah. So God is not necessarily moved by need. And we know Jesus has compassion and all. Absolutely. But he says you will have what you have faith for, what you believe and what you receive, right? What you have faith, what you speak. You'll have what you speak. So he's moved by our belief. He's moved by our faith. He's moved by our faith in his word. It is not God who determines. Listen to this. It is not God who determines what you have in life where you go, what you receive, and what you achieve in life. Because you know what? The, God, the Lord has, his heart for you is that you would fulfill everything that he has given you. His heart for you is so far higher and more than many of our own understanding of ourselves. Because there's no end. His bar is so high. It's outside of time. His love is unending. If there's no limit, we can't measure it. It's beyond our understanding. And it's hard for you is the same. So, so it is really not God then who determines where we end up. 
It's us. It's what we believe. It's our belief in the word. It's our taking it and running with it, like really running with it. And when the enemy comes and tells you that's not possible, you say, you say, sit down, Junior. I'm not listening to the voice of the enemy. I'm not listening to the voice of the accuser. Because you've already, the word already says the thief comes to kill, steal, and to destroy. Why would I listen to the voice of the enemy? Why would I listen to the voice of the accuser? When he says you can't, you won't, you never will, it's impossible, you might as well stop. No, stop, come on. We got to stop giving him access. Say, I'm going to stop giving him access. I have been filled with the glory of the Lord. You have been filled with the glory of the Lord. And so the glory of the Lord is not just to be contained on the inside of you. It's going to exuberate out of you. Amen. And that's why when you start speaking the word, you start decreeing the truth, not in your mo Come on, you got to, there's a switch that happens in your, in your mental capacities. How many of you know what I'm talking about? This is an exercise. This doesn't just come easily. It is some work, but it's worth it. Say it's worth it. It is so worth it. So your level, it is your level of faith that determines your success in life. When you stand on his word, you are believing the good report. Amen. And in spite of any reports all around you. So let's turn to Psalm 91. Because in Psalm 91, verses 14 through 16, we're going to expand on this a little bit. But there are, I, we all love Psalm 91, but there just those three verses. There are seven promises, and I'm gonna, we're gonna kind of back up those seven promises with some of the names of God. So first, I'm just gonna read Psalm 91, verses 14 through 16. Then we're gonna start back at the top. Verse 14: Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high, because he has known my name. Whew, everything within me just wants to preach that one right there. But let me just finish it all and we'll go back. He has, he shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and I will honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. There are so many promises just in those three verses, chock full of promises that are for you and I. So many. So we're going to go back up to verse 14. It says, because he has set his love upon me, saith the Lord. He says, I'm going to deliver him. Because you have set your love upon the Lord. The Lord is delivering you out of every trial. Out of every circumstance, out of every difficulty, you've got to know that you know that El Shaddai, who is the God who is more than enough, the God who is more than enough, it's also translated the Almighty God, is working on your behalf, is seeing your heart, that your love has been set upon him. Let me tell you, it is your choice, it is our choice to set our love upon him, is it not? Yeah, it's absolutely our choice, right? But it's a good choice. It's the right choice. But what he promises is I will deliver him. And some, you know, people are like, why is it that they just seem like God is always on their side? Why is it that they just seem like they walk in such favor? Why is it that when everything else is crumbling all around, they're walking in glory. They're walking in favor. It seemed to be walking in victory. And they sure have a whole lot of joy. What is going on here? Why does it seem like they're kind of untouched? Well, the truth of it is, is it's not that you're untouched, but because you've set your love upon him, he's promised to deliver you. Say, he's my deliverer. I believe it. Therefore, I will receive it. 
See, even with that, when you believe it, you're going to receive it. Say, I'm receiving it right now. I'm not walking out of this room without receiving the very fact that because I set my love upon him, he is my deliverer. He is delivering me from every fiery trial, from every circumstance, from every discouragement, from every sickness, every disease, from every naysayer, from every impossible circumstance, from everything that limited you. He's your deliverer. Say, he's my deliverer. I claim it now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The only one that doesn't want you to have a revelation of this is the enemy, right? We know this, right? So you just say, get out of here, devil, because I'm going to have a revelation. I'm getting a revelation right now. My mindset's opening up to the truth. My eyes are opening up to the truth. I'm being set free right now. Breakthrough is mine right now in Jesus' name. Yes, it is. Woo! The rest of that verse 14 Second part of verse 14, it says here, I will set him on high. What? He said, I will set him on high. What did he say? That means promotion. Who said that? Yes, that means promotion. And it says, because he has known my name. Wow. Because you know the name of God, because you meditate on his word, because you let his word get within you, because you know that you know that if he said it, it's a done deal. It's a done deal. I don't care when, what it looks like. I don't care how long I have to wait to see it with my own eyes. It's a done deal because he knows my name. He says, I'm going to set you on high. He says, I'm going to promote you. He says, I'm lifting you up. He says, I am going to come and rescue, deliver you, but I'm actually promotion. I'm promoting you. We know that promotion does not come from any place other than the Lord doesn't come from the west it doesn't come from the east it doesn't come from the south it comes from the lord our god he's the one that raises up he's the one that puts down how many of you'd say i'm going to set myself to be ready for promotion every single one of us in this room we're setting ourselves up saying lord i'm going to set myself up. why because i know your name because i love your name because i'm going to worship you no matter what because i'm committed to you no matter what Father, I thank you for promotion. I thank you that you're the one that promotes. I thank you. You're the one that gives me the green light. You're the one that opens up the doors. You're the one that shows me where to go. You're the one that comforts me when I'm alone. You're the one that speaks peace, truth, and the reality that I am yours no matter what. You're the one that secures me. You're the one that heals my heart. You're the one that heals my body. You're the one that restores my marriage. You're the one that restores my children. Come on. He's your deliverer. He's your restorer because you've set your love upon him he is delivering you and he's lifting you up he's setting you on high because he's going to promote whom he can trust oh that's powerful powerful jehovah shama the lord is there christians should never be in bondage if there is bondage in our life that just means in that area we forgot that the lord is there the Lord is with you everywhere you go. What did God tell Joshua? He said, the Lord is with you everywhere you go. Everywhere you go, the Lord is with you. The Lord is there. The Lord is there. Hallelujah. Jehovah Shammah. Hallelujah. And then verse 15, it says that he shall call upon me and I will answer him. When you call upon the Lord, he promises us to answer us. Oh, thank you, Father. Jeremiah 33, 3. Jeremiah 33, 3 says, call to me. Call to me and I will what? 
answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know of today. You don't know them today because they're fenced in. They're hidden. But as you call upon my name, I will answer you, saith the Lord. I will answer you, saith the Lord. He called upon me, Psalm 91, 15. He, call, he shall call upon me and I will answer him. We serve the God that answers us. We serve the God that hears our prayer. We serve the God that loves to hear our prayer. Hallelujah. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. We always think about that and we think of it in the terms of finances, which it is for finances, but it's not just finances, church. It is the Lord will provide any area and in every need. He is your faithful provider. He's your faithful provider. So he provides all that you need. Once you believe his word, guess what? You're not cursed. You will not be cursed when you walk in belief of the word, but cursed is the man who walks in the, in the arm of flesh. When you think you can do it, when you don't stop and ask God for help, when you, you keep picking up the reins again and keep getting back into the driver's seat again, then what happens is that the Lord is saying, well, we got to wait a little bit longer because you're taking back the, the, you're taking back my position. Come on. We're not going to take God's position. Are we? No, we're going to trust in the Lord with all of our might, with all of our strength, with everything within us. Because then God says, I will be able to trust you because you are going to give me the glory. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So Jehovah Jireh, the Lord is your provider. Fee, he's your provider every day. He's your provider. He's your provider in health. He's your provider in your emotions. He's our provider. He's the lifter of our heads right? When you're lonely, he's your friend. He's your provider. He's, he's your companion. He never leaves you. He's your provider in every way. When you don't know which way to go, he's your provider. He's your wisdom. He's your provider in every way, every single way. He's for you and he's not against you. Even when we don't understand it, he's our provider. Oh, he's my provider. I can trust that I trust that I know that I know that no matter what, he's going to take care of me. He's going to take care of you. He's going to take care of us. And he does because he's faithful to his word. God says, I am faithful. He says, I'm faithful. He says to the faithful, I'll be faithful to the merciful. I'll be merciful. Come on. We get to look to him and say, Lord, you're the faithful one, but I'm going to be faithful. Who's going to be faithful in this room? It's a decision. It's a decision. Like today, you can choose. Father, no matter what, I'm not going to allow my emotions to dictate. I'm going to be faithful to you, which means I'm going to stand firm, believing the report of the Lord. The report of the Lord says you're free. You're healed. You have victory. The report of the Lord says you are the one that he's chosen. You have victory within you because you have Christ within you. Amen? Hallelujah. I will answer him. And Psalm 91, 15, it says, I will be with him in trouble. He's going to be with you in trouble. Even when something difficult's happening, even when it's a hard, hard time, even when it's the worst nightmare, how many have ever had a living nightmare? How many of you had a few living nightmares? Like you like, man, I wish I could just pinch myself and say, oh, I was just asleep. But unfortunately, I'm not. I'm awake. This is a living nightmare. But even in your living nightmares, the Lord says, I am with you. I'm never going to leave you. I'm never going to forsake you. Jesus, powerful. And we know, as I quoted already in John 10.10, 10, the thief comes to kill, still destroy. But Jesus says, I've come though. He's come, say he's already come, that we would have life and have it more abundantly. He didn't just give you life. He gave you life more abundantly. Are you living the abundant life, the more abundant life? 
because it's ours to have. Matthew 7, 7 says that ask and it will be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door shall be opened to you. Jehovah Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts, the God of angels of and of the angels of armies. So he is the God of the heavenly armies. He is the God of angel armies. What did he say? He said, I am with you. He said, you shall call upon me and I will answer you and I will be with you in trouble. Because I'm going to release my... I'm going to release my heavenly armies. I'm going to release my heavenly angels. You're going to speak forth the word. And my, my angels are going on assignment. They're going on assignment because you're releasing the word. They are, they're, they're, they're made to hear the word and to do the word. That's why, that's why, that's why it's so important. That's why it's so important that we get that. We really get it. We get the victory in it. And we start to be so consistent and be persistent in doing this very thing. Try it. Test this out. See if it does not come to pass. Be faithful in doing what the word of God tells you to do. And you will see when you don't quit, wow, how God came through every single time. How he doesn't relent. He is for you. He is after you. He is after your heart. Wow. Wow. Hallelujah. And then the end of verse 15, it says here that I will deliver him and I will honor him. Think about that. Incredible. God wants to honor you. He's the, create, he's the one that created you. But he wants to honor you. Wow, is right. He wants to honor us. Jehovah Nisi, the Lord is my banner. And so he honors you by having his banner over you and his banner over you is love. It says the Lord is my victory. Another, word of, another way of saying Jehovah Nisi, the Lord my banner. The Lord my victory. He honors me and he causes me, causes you to rise up in victory at every turn. It doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter what circumstance you're dealing with right now. It doesn't because the bottom line is if you will only believe God at his word, if you will only believe God at his word, what transformation what? What transformation will he do? What will he not do? What will he not do? Because he says, I am a giver. He says, I have come for you. He says, I sent my son for you. There's nothing that I can't do, won't do, haven't already done. Because my heart is after you. So he fills us up. Fills us up. Hallelujah. First uh, Samuel 2.30, it says, those who honor me, I will honor, but those who despise me will be disdained. So those who honor me, I will honor. Could you imagine that right there? The, the Lord says, I will deliver him. And then I says, I will honor him in, in Psalm 91, 15. But in first Samuel two thirty, it says, those who honor me, I will honor. When we honor God, how many, how many in this room say, I love to honor God? I, I honor God with my very being. Everything about me, I, I get to honor God. The Lord is saying, when you do that, you have a heart of honoring him. God 
is going to honor you. We don't do it for the purposes of being honored. We do it because love is a relationship. But we also know that as he honors us, as he raises us up, we're just going to make sure honor goes back to him. But that's why he can trust you as well. Right? Amen? Amen. Psalm 91.16, it says, With long life I will satisfy him. This is number six, by the way. We're, we're, there's seven promises in this section. Number six says, with long life, I will satisfy him. Come on, I love that one. I, I love that one. I love all of them. But this one is so specific. What a promise here. With long life, Jehovah Rapha is your healer. Amen? The Lord, the healer, the compassionate one. The Lord, the healer, it's also a compassionate one. He is your healer. But he says here, with long life. How many of you have claimed this? How many of you guys claim this? Like out loud, out of your mouth. And if you don't, it's time, it's time to start. If you're not doing it, it's time to start. It is time to release those angels on assignment by releasing right here. That the Lord says, with long life, I will honor them. With long life, I will satisfy them. Are you satisfied? Uh, we're happy. But we're not exactly, we're not fully satisfied because there's more. With long life, uh, I will satisfy him. With long life, I will satisfy, I will satisfy you. In Ephesians 6, 2 and 3, it says, honor your father and your mother. Honor your father and your mother. This is just very practical. That you may live long on earth. It doesn't matter if you're an adult and you don't live with your parents. It doesn't matter if you're, if you, you know, honor your parents. As you honor, if there's unforgiveness, if there's bitterness, if there are things that are holding back your relationship with your parents, you need to get it right. We need to get it right. We need to remember that the longevity of our life, one of the very practical ways is to honor our parents. Now, I understand that for some that brings up wounds, triggers, and they're like, oh no. Honor is not relationship. Honor doesn't necessarily mean that you all now have to go back to the same old and put yourself in an unhealthy situation. Honor does not mean that. Honor means you value, you have value, you matter, because you also were created in the image and the likeness of God. So I get to call forth the beauty of God in you, but I'm going to have a boundary because if it's not a healthy relationship at this point in time, then I'm not going to put myself in a place God says, don't put yourself there again. It's time to speak life in the new you. Born again, new creation in Christ. It's time for you to speak life, but also know wisdom says when to pull back, how close to get and how close to not get. Is this making sense? But honor, we want to honor. We don't want to carry bitterness. We don't want to carry a grudge. We don't want to carry unforgiveness. Because one of the things here in Ephesians chapter 6, you know, it says that when we honor our father and our mother, that it's going to go well for us. And it says that this is the first commandment that has a promise, that with a promise. So it's going to go well for us here on earth. See, that you may live long on earth. In other words, this is not just some fanciful, poetic thing that, oh, maybe, you know, in heaven you're going to live. Well, we're going to live forever in eternity. Not long, forever, eternity. This promise is for here on earth. This promise is as on earth. 
on earth, right? So hallelujah. And number seven, I said there were seven promises in Psalm 91, just at the end, those last three verses. So Psalm 91, 16, and he says, I will show him my salvation. The last one being that I will show him my salvation. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord my peace. He is my peace. The Lord is peace. The Lord is peace. Jesus, Jesus, Jehovah has given you the name, that name that is above every name. And that name, Jehovah, Jesus, is now my peace. It is my portion. It is your portion. He's your deliverer. Call upon his name. Angels are waiting to be put on assignment. Angels are waiting. You need healing. Jehovah Rapha, you are my healer. I speak forth the name of Jesus. You know you should speak forth the name of Jesus? I only listed a few of the names of Jesus. I only list, there's, there are many more. When you speak forth the name of Jesus, do you know that you have just spoken forth all of king, the kingdom of heaven to come down and to come to your aid? Do you know that you have just spoken forth that every provision that is in his name, which is every provision, is actually now yours? But we gotta believe it. We gotta go all, we don't just say Jesus. It's everything within us. So get your spirit man trained. Get your spirit man trained, trained to hear, trained to receive, trained to love. How? By focusing on him. Meditate on his word day and night. Meditate on his word. Don't let it depart from your eyes. Don't let it be removed from your heart. Meditate. As you meditate, the word promises to be life and the word promises to be health to your whole body. His word is powerful, full of power, life and health to a man's whole body.